the twenty-fifth day of the month. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me. John 17, verses 20 through 23. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Ephesians 4, verses 4 through 6. For the next four days, we consider in turn four characteristics of the church set forth in the Nicene Creed. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Today, we pray for the unity of Christ's church. In the face of the practical realities that the world can plainly see, it seems absurd to affirm that the church is one. The body of Christ on earth suffers more divisions than we can count. Just when it seems that one fracture has been mended, another erupts. Taken together, our disagreements cause the world confusion at best, and at worst, scorn mixed with laughter. Therefore, prayer for the unity of the church is an urgent task for all Christians, and in our praying, surely we must ask, what have we and the congregations of our heritage contributed to the disruption of unity? What have we contributed to mutual understanding and progress toward unity? Opening Prayer As you are one, O God, make the people of your new covenant one. Help us to distinguish between what you deem to be essential and what we find to be merely convenient and comfortable. Strengthen us for the hard work of overcoming differences we have wrongly held and cherished for generations disagreements that undermine our efforts to share the gospel message of reconciliation. Bind up the wounds of your church and make it truly one body, through Christ who is its head. Amen. Psalm 133 How wonderful, how beautiful, when brothers and sisters get along. It's like costly anointing oil flowing down head and beard, flowing down Aaron's beard, flowing down the collar of his priestly robes. It's like the dew on Mount Hermon, flowing down the slopes of Zion. Yes, that's where God commands the blessing, ordains eternal life. From the prophet Zechariah, chapter 4, verses 1 through 14. Then the angel who was speaking with me returned and roused me as a man who was awakened from his sleep. He said to me, What do you see? And I said, I see, and behold, a lampstand, all of gold, with its bowl on the top of it, and its seven lamps on it with seven sprouts, belonging to each of the lamps which are on the top of it, also two olive trees by it, one on the right side of the bowl and the other on its left side. Then I said to the angel who was speaking with me, saying, What are these, my lord? So the angel who was speaking with me answered and said to me, Do you not see, know what these are? And I said, No, my Lord. Then he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. What are you, O Grout Mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become a plain, and you will bring forth the top stone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Also the word of the Lord came to me, seeing 
The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house, and his hands will finish it. Then you will know the Lord of hosts has sent me to you, for who has despised the day of small things? But these seven will be glad when they see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. These the eyes of the Lord which range to and fro throughout the earth. Then I said to him, What are those two olive trees on the right of the lampstand and on its left? And I answered the second time and said to him, What are those two olive branches which are beside the two golden pipes which empty the golden oil from themselves? So he answered to me, saying, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my lord. And then he said, These are the two anointed ones who are standing by the Lord of the whole earth. The letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. So this I say and affirm together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk in the fulfillity of their own mind, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. And they, having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. But you do not learn Christ in this way, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lust of deceit, that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and be put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth to one another, to each of you his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry, and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not give the devil an opportunity. He who steals must steal no longer, but rather he must labor, performing with his own hands what is good, so that he will have something to share with one who has need. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification, according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 1 through 8. Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over the sea and came to his own city. And they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, Take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes said to themselves, This fellow blasphemes. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why are you thinking evil in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up, pick at your bed, and go home. And he got up and went home. But when the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and glorified God, who had given such authority to men. This is the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. 
guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you, and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ the Risen One. Amen. From the British Methodist uh, Handbook of Prayer for 2021 by Stephen Bales. At your last supper, Lord, there is a place for all, a place for disciples who believed, as well as for one who doubted. There is a place for the power seekers and the powerless, for the rock who would crumble when challenged, and for one who valued you at thirty pieces of silver. There is enough room. When we are tempted to pick and choose our table companions, Lord, forgive our judgmental attitudes and help us to find room at life's table for all, marveling that even we ourselves are among the guests. Amen. full version of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen.